Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Nate. My name is Brian. And we are Margin Call Media. We've got a little bit going on today. We're doing things different again. Uh, we are in the afternoon this time. The market is closed. It's 146. Uh, it was a green day today, despite the news that came out from Nancy Pelosi. Uh, it kind of squandered the the stimulus hopes that people were looking at. Trump well, had some other. I don't sim- think it qu- quite squandered it, though. It just just the single bill passing. Well, yeah, the, okay, the yeah, actual stimulus passing it in in entirety was that was why the market was up mm-hmm. is that they're they're like thinking okay we're getting closer because she said which which everyone knows is the democrats won't pass single bills like that they won't pass the single bill so they already kind of knew like hey they're not going to accept this mm-hmm. it's the whole stimulus so that that we have like good stimulus news um, yeah, no, it was good news. Yeah. That's what I was getting to is despite that coming out early in the morning, the rest of everything was great. Was, yeah. So the, as you saw early in the morning, the market took a little dip when that news came and then everyone went, oh, wait, this isn't as bad as what, we, what we're thinking here. And so we got that. We have uh, kind of want to talk a little bit, if we can, a little bit about California and California's recovery through coronavirus. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about how slow the recovery is going to be and how a lot of people are expecting, especially with the fires that we're having, uh, Northern California's recovery is going to be completely in shambles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're having a really rough time up there right now. Fortunate to be here in San Diego. Uh, we don't have kind of the same issues they're having. But another brutal thing going on up there. We've got talking a little bit about our portfolios, talking about how we set things up. Um, what we like to do, what we look for, where we find value, and kind of, I don't know, give you guys some ideas. Right now, there's a ton ton of discounts in the market, so Mm -hmm. might as well start jumping in, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a, we might be a little bit early on the jump in, but hey, better be early. Yeah, better to buy lower, yeah. You know, just keep buying more on the dips and Hopefully one day to a point. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's to a point that you do that guys. Don't just say this company's going out of business. I'm going to keep buying it. Like that's not a good, buy on the dips. Like if Apple is dipping because of a bad earnings, buy on that type of dip. Don't buy on like, yeah, don't buy on carnival actually going under this company's (laughs) going bankrupt in seven months. So dips and then bounces 10% one day. Don't yeah, That's not kind of what you want to be doing. You want to be looking for, uh, stocks that are actively moving up or have potential to actively move up. And I think those are the kind of things we want to talk about. Maybe throw in some, actually the first thing I want to talk about is what companies should cover for working from home. I think this could get into kind of our conversation later as we go. Um, I've been having a lot of people talking about different things of what should my company actually pay for as I move to a work from home status. And a lot of it's the, electricity most people are concerned about communications and internet access and all, all of that right because they're like if i have to work from home i need to be able to access the internet i need to be able to do yada 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 right so that's one concern people are having another one is i thought was interesting i didn't even think about is tax advice because there's a lot of the stuff that you're buying well how am i gonna put that in my taxes because if i got incentives or if I got payments from my company to buy so or so or a a allowance every month, you know, or an allowance every quarter to buy this, buy some furniture, buy some office things. How is that all going to show up on my taxes? Do I say I have an in-home office? What actually counts as an in-home office? What are the requirements? Because there are requirements for that to count that in your taxes. 
um, as a write-off. So there's a lot of different things that a lot of people are like, okay, well, companies, if they make us work from home, they should cover tax advice costs. And I think there's a bunch of different things. What, Brian, like, what do you think companies at least should cover or should say, no, employee, it's you. We do so, that for you. So honestly, I like how the company I work for did it. They said, we're going to give you guys each $1,000 cash. We don't care what you do with it. However, don't complain to us at all that you don't have two monitors. You don't have the desk you want, that you don't have the chair you want. Don't complain to us about these things. We just gave you $1,000 to build your at-home office, which California, you know, screws you with taxes. So I ended up literally, you know how much of that I got? How much do you think I got of that 1000 after taxes? Uh, 784 Try again, 558 I got $558 <laughs> after taxes. Yeah. Love it. So granted, you know, at least the, the company effort was there. Like oh, I, I actually <laughs> like how they did that though. Um, because I built my home office now day to day, we have a lot of people messaging or when we get on the company, um, all call or all hands meetings, we have people that are saying, Oh, when are you guys going to cover our Wi-Fi cost or because we're using Wi-Fi or when are you going to cover our phone bills? My only problem with that is your phone bill didn't, didn't go, change. didn't go up because you're making it's, you know, it's not 2002 when you're paying by the minute. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> and same thing as far as i'm concerned with wi-fi like your ass was still paying for wi-fi yeah you you weren't at home using it Gra and you were still paying for it <laughs> exactly granted like did i did i actually bump my service up in cost because i'm working from home yeah i went with a little higher package now but i didn't have to i could have just used the other wi-fi i do it because you know while i'm sitting at home i generally have like a youtube on and i'm working and Kind of and yeah, in and the background, so it's like that's what slows down my internet, not that's, because I'm working. Yeah, that's the argument that people are having. Because for us as single people, it doesn't really matter. For somebody who has a family at home and now everybody's using it, they have to upgrade immensely, one thing, right? And they're like, "Well, I don't well, want to so, pay for that." So one thing, I think that kind of crap. Shut up! Don't ask for your phone bill and don't ask for your Wi-Fi. I think the kind of stuff that they should be stepping in to help. And actually, my company did it. You can get like time, extra time off and stuff for it is people that have a family for daycare daycare is super expensive and if you're at home now all the time where you might have paid a babysitter to come over and watch your kid and have the babysitter here now you can't have your kid at home you can't focus while the kid's at home because the babysitter might pull you into the, that room with a kid or the kid's making all the noise so i do think it'd be kind of cool to get some type of help with that i mean Obviously, I don't have that issue, but there are a lot of people that I know at my work with that issue, so I could kind of foresee that. Um, and then another another one is just like maybe helping with electricity. They could say, hey, because I have my electricity bill has gone up quite a bit because I'm sitting here using all, all this electricity to run two monitors, to run charging a laptop all day, mm. you know? So I could see, hey, here's, you know, 20 extra bucks for electricity every month. I'm using all my lighting. So I don't know. I guess, though, a lot of companies will probably do that. My thought is they're going to wait another year to determine, okay, are we getting rid of these buildings and then we'll implement that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, because if it's going to be a long-term 
thing, then it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, we got to make a change because now it's not, it's, it's my employees not choosing to be at home. I'm forcing my employee to be at home. I sold the building off. Like you can't even come in. Uh, so that's what my company, my dad's company did actually though. They got rid of their lease and then they're, um, they're paying, they're paying for like $40 a month, I think is they're reimbursing for phone mm-hmm. and electrical cost, which is, that's cool. That's cool. My company didn't do that. But my company also didn't give me $25 for <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I can't believe your Shout company out. had the audacity, dude. That is so funny. Like, yeah, you'll think $25 sounds good. I'm like, thanks. We got, we got, what did we get? So we got that thousand. We got that thousand. And then we also got, which turns into freaking 558. And then I got a 500. So every year our company gives us 250 for health and wellness. Mm. Just you can literally do whatever you want with it. Um, just comes whenever I, I forget when it comes. Usually August or something. But this year they gave it to us early, and they gave us five hundred, which you know taxes brought that bitch back down to you know two two fifty something again. So got jib there again. But but again, I'm just what I'm talking about. You can write off your. This is all expenses for business. Because yeah, because now you're forced to work from home. Can you write that off? Well, I don't know. That's why you need tax advice, oh, no. and that's why a company pays for the tax advice. Because a lot of people, let, let's say you had to get a ton of stuff, so, you just had to monitor. Let's say you're in a thing where you need just a ton. So like, this is why I don't think I don't I, for tax purposes. I actually don't think we can write that off. I think the company gets to write off the full thousand. The company can't write off write it off, and then you write it off. That's double dipping. I don't think you can do that. So, I, but I mean, no, it's I don't a fair, know. That's a, it's that's a, it's a fair point. Yeah. It's a fair point. I'm no CPA. Please don't consult me. Um, <laughs> yeah. All that other yeah. bullshit line. But no, because it's it is technically a business expense for you. You didn't buy that in, for your own. In, in a sense, it's not. It's not my business expense. My company gave me a thousand extra dollars, so they're now writing off that thousand. And then I'm purchasing. I was never going to receive that thousand dollars. See what I mean? Now, if I and now here's my question. My electricity is going up. I will have a spare room considered an office. Can I write that office out? Even though I don't own a business myself, can I write that? Like I don't own the business. Can I write that off as a workspace? And this is stuff that, that, for, for, for an actual are, business, mm-hmm. you can. For an actual mm-hmm. business, you can write off, I believe it's like 20% of your house mm-hmm. for a business if you have that. So I wonder if I can write that off every year. Yeah, because I don't know, because I don't know it, as a work from home employee if it's different than what if you type it's gonna make a lot of, but yeah, I don't know if it changes how all that works. So those are the those are the things that people are talking about that are just unknowns that most people have never dealt with, and now you've got thousands of people in a lot of companies who are all dealing with it at the same time, who are sitting there like I don't know, I have no idea, I haven't even thought about that until it came up and I heard someone talking about it. So I think that's interesting. Uh, kind of staying along those lines of what the heck are companies going to do is what the heck is California going to do? Because like we had just talked about, we were already pre COVID. I mean, we were sitting there looking at our own economy, which is the fifth largest economy in the world, which is California itself. And we're looking at it and we're like, how, how are companies going to be able to afford to be here? You know, because it's so expensive just to operate in California and then you get taxed on top of that. And then you, your employees are all getting taxed 
up the butt on everything, right? So now you've got all these employees who are like, I need to make more money because I'm being taxed more. So I can't afford my stuff that I have because housing is so expensive. So I need more money for this. And then those people are like, well, I have to pay my employees more money, but I'm not making more money. I'm making I the same. I have to sell my car and buy a damn electric car because in 2035, in 2035 I can't. Yeah. All of those things that we kind of dig ourselves into a hole. And then California has been very expansive of, of oh, we're going to be all this growth and we're going to be building all these things in fire prone areas. Now you have fire that there's always been fires, but now it's all just kindling because you stick all these houses and you stick all this open space and just all these different things. And we kind of dig ourselves into this hole and now we're stuck in, now we got COVID and fires and companies leaving and taxes still going up. And it's like, what on earth are we going to do? And most people are now predicting we're two to three years out of any sort of recovery in California. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if you know how you know how Ford pulled out of Detroit, mm-hmm. or was it Detroit or Flint or something? It pulled out of Michigan and just like shit on Michigan. Michigan just has still, had still a, they had recovered. to file bankruptcy yeah, and everything. Honestly, I think California is so close to just filing for bankruptcy. That they're trying to scramble for every penny and every like n- little nickel and dime they can get mm-hmm. off the end of the ground because they're just trying to figure out how to keep their head above water. I think California spent so much money on wasteful shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, why they're now? Yeah, if you think trying about- to make up and they're they're hiding it. I it would not shock me if in the next two three years California filed bankruptcy and said, "Oh, it was because of COVID." When we all know that's bullshit. California can a state file bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. The states state and can. states and cities can file bankruptcy. Yeah, really. It's de- Detroit did it. Yeah, Detroit filed bankruptcy. So that's, wild. that's what I mean. That's is I, I think California is so far in debt that they're getting there, and they're now trying to just scramble for every penny so they don't want to. Yeah, I mean, if you're not from California, you're listening to this. Just as an example, we got taxed an additional 35 cents on our gas this year. We already have the highest gas in the country. Bro, and we got another 35 cents. Okay, so Where I did it go? I didn't live in California, obviously, for mm-hmm. the for the last like four years, right? Mm-hmm. I lived out of state. I lived in Nevada, which great state, no state income tax. Anyhow, I did when I when I did live here, you know, I didn't pay for any of my own stuff. So I was a little kid, you know, I was mm-hmm. a kid, my parents paid for that stuff. The other day, I went to the grocery store. Oh, and I bought, an a, idiot. I bought I a bottle so of wine. <laughs> I bought a bottle of wine and I see CRV $1.35. And I went, what the fuck is this? I'm paying an extra $1.35 for this bitch. So I asked the lady, I'm like, hey, you know, what's this extra $1.35 being put onto my bottle of wine? And she's like, are you not from California? And I was like, well, I haven't been. And she's like, yeah, that's, you're supposed to recycle it to get part of your money back. And I'm like, okay, so how much do I get back? And she's like, well, for this bottle, you'll get like 15 cents. And I'm like, so you guys are taking like the, the state's taking a dollar 35 and telling me they'll give me a 15 cents back. How the fuck does that make sense? Hmm. Well, I mean, look at this. This should be five cents in a water bottle. But yeah. I like that literally, five cents but, right but you pay an extra, like for the whole case, I paid way more than five cents per bottle because, so they took a dollar 35 from the bottle of wine and she's telling me I'm gonna get 15 cents back. 
That's like, hey, dude, you know what? You loan me money. That's a reverse. That's like some reverse <laughs> well, loan I mean, shit. Yeah, but do you not know? Like, you were in California. That is why everybody is upset about California all the time. We always like we get taxed up the butt. Because we do. It's just a fact. We do. And hey, you you loan me a dollar, bro. I'll give you fifty cents back eventually. Hell yeah, I'll take it. Like, but but that's the problem that we have. Is where does that money go? Nowhere. But yeah, why are we? The, well, you know where it's going is it's going that stupid bullet train that everybody wants. I'm like, why? Is we it don't really? need it. I, well, I mean, there's money going to that, but there's money going to all these stupid things that's like we don't need. If you look at California as a whole, like San Diego has a housing shortage, right? Part of that reason is because we don't have enough water. So they said, well, we can't build because we don't have water to build because we can't afford to have all those people because there's no water. It's impossible to get there. It's too expensive. And now they're saying you have to have more people and there have to be more homes. And you have to build more and yada, yada, yada. The problem is if we build more, we already don't have water and we didn't change that. We haven't added more water. We haven't added more aqueducts. We haven't done anything because we can't damn things because there's small animals that get hurt, right? And so, so we have all these problems and we're not helping ourselves out. And then we're saying more people have to live here. What's going to happen in 10 years when more people live here? Expanded amounts. Wait, you and know, we still you know don't California, have water. California had a net negative um, gross people last year. Because everyone's leaving. Or, that didn't make sense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I know how my EBITDA works. They had a net negative amount of people come in to the, the state Versus last the year. the people who left. Yeah. Yes. That is so wild to me. Yeah. It, it, it's too expensive. It's taxed too much, and we don't have the resources. Hey, I got an like, extra room in Texas. <laughs> I have one extra room. Well, we still have an extra room in our house. Your Brian's room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous, and and now if the quality of life, I've always said, if the quality of life was up, right? I mean, if I'm paying seventy percent taxes, but I'm getting a good. I, I'm sorry. I got a good education. I was getting all these things that like socialist con- countries get. Then I think it makes sense, but we can't do that because there's too many people. So we can't go and be socialist. There's way too many people. So yeah, it works for Sweden. And it works for, for Norway. Well, they also have, you know, the amount of people in their entire country we do in California. So we can't fix that as a country but states need to individually be thinking, okay, how can we run our state as if it's a country rather than how can we run our state as if it's a city? How can we run our state as a freaking profitable uh, business? That's yeah. Not burning money. Well, that, that's what I mean. So I feel like, I feel like God. the problem is, is states need to be acting as if they're countries, right? They need to run themselves as they're a country and they're not, they're running themselves as they're like a city. And, they're running themselves like they're an ATM. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, we'll just collect more money. and then Dude, I was just watching this Joe it. Rogan podcast with um, the guys that own Black Rifle Coffee. And one of them, he was saying how when he was in the military, dude, he paid like $50,000. He got, he got the military to pay $50,000 for him to get this espresso maker <laughs> when he was overseas. Isn't that so incredible? You, you, yeah, you heard about all the guys who like the golden toilet and all that different shit. No, that random things like there was they because a lot of times they'll go through and they audit all the stuff that the military purchases. And one of the big reports this was maybe like five years ago was that a bunch of bolts, like what they had, 
is reflected. It was said they bought like a bunch of bolts, screws, items like that, and it was maybe five hundred, right? And they charged five hundred thousand dollars for it. And it's like, what? what are these made out of pure meteorite? Like, what the hell? Why is it five hundred thousand dollars for a couple of bolts? Like, well, and their their main concern is so the way the way a lot of it works is okay. We're given five hundred thousand this year. If we're only given, if we only use three hundred thousand more next year, yeah. next year they're only going to give us three twenty five. Mm-hmm. And so their idea is, at the end of the year, if we only use three hundred thousand, let's just go below two hundred thousand on something. Mm-hmm. So that that's the biggest problem. Yeah, we're getting our we're gonna take our tinfoil hats off and <laughs> get out of conspiracy theory lane because. <laughs> That's definitely where we went straight down. And yeah. uh, I could talk about that stuff all day long of just frustrating things. So and... you guys want to know how I can rob? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Good God. All right. So I think, do you want to jump into about just close off with kind of something hopefully helpful? Of let's do, let's do portfolios. portfolios. This is the yeah. biggest one. So Nate and I have both been kind of on this little buying binge of stocks lately. And you know what? There could be worse things that we're buying, right? True. Um, true. I know I've been putting a bunch. I, I've been looking at it like, hey, things are on sale right now, right? I'm I just walked into Target and all my food is at fifty percent. Which food's gonna last the longest and which can I so what am I gonna buy the most of? So that's kind of what Nate and I have been thinking of in a way right now. And we're building these little portfolios. Nate, do you kind of wanna share what you've been buying in a quick like why you're buying it? Yeah, if so, if we're talking about uh, the newest ones that we started, sure. Um, I'd go back to the past. I guess my long term of what I always have is obviously stick with Apple. I've stuck with Apple for years. It's always done well. I've been happy with returns. I'm not. I'm not sitting here like, gee, dang it, that twenty percent is down right now. Like, oh, this is the end of the world. I really don't care compared to the stuff of the past few years. Uh, but I like to keep. Mine very simple. I choose large cap stocks that probably aren't going out of business. Their competition doesn't compete. Like it just it doesn't compare. Like we, the Fang stocks. I'm sorry. Like just nobody can compete with them. And there's a reason why they have all the money in them. Um, so that I stick with ETFs like the S and P 500, the Spy ETF. I have money in there because one, it pays a dividend. So I'm like happy with that. Same thing with Apple pays a dividend. A lot of the companies that are big like that pay a dividend. So I'm like, I'm getting the growth and I'm getting the dividend and I'm just rebuying more of it when I get my dividend, right? And that's part of the nice thing about the smaller shares too that you get back is now I can like buy pieces because I don't get enough from my dividends to buy a whole share, right? But I can buy partial, which is nice. And so sticking with that, I do like, I've always liked Lululemon, been a fan. Um, I just bought more on the dip the other day that I was telling you about when it was down at 289. I do I bought at 308 and kind of bummed about that, but still made $30 on that already of of profits at 337 or something right now. So it's I like that company right there. I like again, large company with still potential to grow. It's really big in the US, but hasn't really hit the whole world. And there is potential there. They'll probably have to adjust pricing in other countries, but there is that potential. Uh, I do like, and this is more thinking about the future and thinking about what's coming. As California, California is always a, a leader 
to the rest of the country in things that we do. And especially like real estate market leads the country and the country kind of follows like California and New York and California in what we do with our environmental things, we tend to be leaders. Uh, and one of the things obviously is how much we focus on renewable energy and solar and electric vehicles and all that different stuff. So I've just been buying different solar companies and different uh, emerging markets and things. Yeah. And and for me, I'm like, especially if we turn towards Joe Biden being the president in the next one, I, who knows? Um, But if he is, what a fantastic opportunity right there, because the democratic party, that's one of the things they push is green energy. And they're, they're bigger proponents of it. I'm not saying there's no Republicans who want green energy, but I'm just saying that there are larger proponents of it in the overall scheme of things. And I think that benefits all of those companies. And if you look at the energy sector and not gas and oil because they're down because no one's driving around and doing things, planes aren't flying as much, all that different stuff. Uh, but the renewable energy sector is doing really well. And so I've just been dumping money in there. Uh, I, I think that's consistent. Real estate's consistent. Tech has been consistent. We'll see it, what happens. Uh, but I mean, I'm happy enough with the profits from that, that if it does start to collapse, I'll just sell it off and make it, well, I made my money. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not bothered by that at all. And I guess that's kind of how I do my portfolio. I do like dividends. I do like Bank of America. Banks are my financials are way down. So I've been buying Bank of America. Uh, that's one of my personal favorite ones. I just like the little dividend. And I like the fact that it sits around 20 to 30. Uh, and I've just been buying it down in the 20, $17. I've been buying around there. And so I'm just holding on to it, waiting for it to head back up. Yeah. So I like to do that with JPM. I like mm-hmm. JPM. Mm-hmm. That's so I kind of take, I guess I take a different approach. So I look at three, three main things. When, when I'm building a portfolio. So I look at what's a, what are the big blue chip that are going to, mm-hmm. that are doing really well and always do really well. Um, what, what are the emerging markets? So future things that are going to rise and what is been around that's on sale now. So um, I kind of do like a 50, 50 weight where I'll put 50 into all the big, big tech stock or like big chip stocks. And then I'll do 50 into, or, 25% into emerging and 25% into things I think are on sale. Mm. So recently, like I, I looked at Apple, Apple's always going to maintain, you know, good growth. It's going to continue to grow. Um, I looked at, you know, Simon property group. It's looks like it's on sale. I picked up Simon. Um, I picked up a few different uh, travel companies. Mm. Like I know you did carnival. That actually got me to get carnival. I got destination recreation, you know? Um, and then, I also got, because I think it's on sale, our cannabis stocks. Me reason I think they're on sale is, yes, they're emerging, but they're if Biden wins, you know, and they, they legalize that, they are still way below their market value. You know, five, six dollars. No, get, get out of here. They're going to go up way more than that if it gets legalized. So start buying that. Um, that's, that's mainly what I look at, though. Those three things, what's on sale, what's emerging, and what has always done good. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of pick a few things that I know really well and like really well and just run with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like very similar. It's just the idea of if there's a company that I don't think they're going out of business, their business is continuing to expand and grow and strong. 
I'm going to buy it when it's down, especially that's why we bought Apple the other day. Apple's down 20% off. Well, and like, I, hey, I like Apple, deal. and that's I like Apple, so I like it, and I use it, so heck yeah, I'm going to go for it. A good thing for you guys to do if you're new at building a portfolio is just make a list of things that you like. Go, mm-hmm. I like Apple. I buy a lot of Apple. I like um, this. I like Adidas. I buy a lot of Adidas. I like this type of water. I buy this, you know, and do that. Make a list of them, and then just go ahead and buy those. Buy mm-hmm. that list. Don't don't do anything else. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to start and get into it. Um, I think, you know, we covered a lot of good topics today. We had went through some interesting conversation in the middle there, but I thought it was all good. Uh, I think we're going to be back on Monday. We'll see how the market does tomorrow. Yeah, I'm and, interested. Yeah. Interested. And I've been Nate. I've been Brian. And we've been Margin Call Media. Let's get liquidated.